This week on Lead One, the power and pain of what if. Welcome to the Lead One podcast, where our mission is to lead leaders through leadership. The goal is to get 1% better every day. Let's see what Drew and the guys have to say. All right, guys, welcome back to Lead One podcast. Let's get 1% better this week. We have got uh, part of the crew with us today, Brandon and Sam Buck. What up? Congratulations to Franz. I know. Yeah, congrats. Let, let, he's about, about to say them vowels. <laughs> he's yeah. definitely about to say them right now. So uh, it's, it is Franz's wedding day, uh, so he is not joining us. And Sam, this this was, this was topic was your idea. Right. Um, so I'm going to let you lead us off. Man, absolutely. I, I, I love this topic because it's a... It's a joy to talk about and also a pain <laughs> to talk about, uh, simply because I think all of us have seen possibilities not only in ourselves, but in other people. And with that comes a lot of power, um, but a lot of pain, simply because powerful when you have hope and you know what you're capable of accomplishing. Um, many times the way that you get to where you need to be is knowing that you can do it. Uh, I've been watching uh, Genius. I think uh, we've been all watching Genius, which is Kanye West's documentary. If you have not, if you don't know what that I've is, I've not seen it. You should. It's it's inspiring. Um, and him from the gate knowing his possibilities, and never being uh, compromise, never compromising what he felt like was going to be the best thing based on what he felt like his potential was. Right. Even when no one else saw it, he knew what he wanted to do and always acting in that well that is a beauty um it's power to that now the pain sometimes is that sometimes we overestimate the short term <laughs> as drew has said many times but then it causes us to underestimate what we could do in the long term so the the that short-term pain um sometimes hinder us from our goal so if we don't we don't, if we don't get exactly where we want to be by the time we want to be there, if we uh, if we fail to reach a goal that we set for ourselves, if if we don't have the amount of money that we thought we should have by a certain time, if we um, if we don't we're not able to keep a a, a promise to ourselves in, in the amount of time that we said we would. Sometimes it's a pain to that, um, but the important part of still knowing your possibilities so that you can continue to move. Uh, to to where that is, um, this this kind of took me um, to a, a place where, you know, I kind of envied a person like Kanye West, um, somebody that knew exactly what he wanted. You know what I mean? I feel like I think about myself. I think about my wife, um, knowing exactly and seeing exactly where you want to be in five years, ten years, fifteen years, is not a e- it's not easy for a lot of us. I have a hard time even knowing what I want. You know what I mean? Um, to even know, you know, to even try to figure out the possibility of trying to get to where I want to go. Um, I do. Um, I do believe I'm talented. I do believe that I work hard. But it's, but if you don't know where you're going, if you don't have a destination, what are you, what are you really doing? You're just working hard. And believing in yourself right. for no reason. So um, when you brought this topic up, it kind of brought me to thinking, you know, you know, what can I do to to actually find out 
what I want so I can actually, you know, put the possibilities to test. You know what I mean? I don't know if you have an issue like that, but I, I, I do. Well, part of it was personal for me because um, it's about to be a very transparent moment. I don't think um, some of the things that I've had the potential to do, I haven't been pedal to the metal at. Does that, that make sense? And so it started to really weigh on me. Like, yo, you don't have some of your goals because you ain't really, you ain't really dove in the way you need to. Not because you can't. Right. You just haven't done it. And I think the power of possibilities um, is that you believe that you know you can do something, so you think that the the universe is just going to allow it to happen without the other side of that. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a faith-based guy, so my it says faith without works is dead, and that joint's going to die. Mm-hmm. And possibilities to me is about the, the, the faith of knowing what you can do but the works part is, is 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 the joy part. You know, you have a lot of pain sometimes. Uh, also, when you actively know what you can do, and there's a lot of roadblocks, especially when you're working harder at it. Though, that's some of that pain comes from that. You know, so I, I think it's personal for me because I, I I'm at a point in my life where I'm giving 100 percent whatever whatever I'm saying I'm going to do. You know, and I think I know what I want out of I do know what I want. And I'm willing to do what it takes to get there. And the other pain part for me with possibilities is that I oftentimes work with people, a lot of people in different areas, and I know exactly what their possibilities are, but I see their potential more than they do. And trying to lead those people is painful because they don't see it. And it's like, yo, you don't see what you can do here? You don't see the opportunities that you have? Not me, you. And trying to get them to that point is painful because leading people and seeing how much they are worth and they're not really yet valuing themselves in that way is, is kind of it, it weighs on you if you actually care about people. Well, you know, they say if, if in leadership, if you're not <clears throat> feeling some element of pain, you're not doing something right. I was actually listening to a podcast this morning, and it was on an unrelated subject, but she was talking about people overcoming no and you get good at overcoming no when you experience it in small doses. And she was giving examples of ways that you can do that. And she said, you know, people become good at overcoming physical pain typically because they did it a little bit at a time. And she associated that with working out. She was like, you're, you're inflicting manageable doses of pain. And over time, your tolerance increases. And so you can do more reps or more weight. And in that pain is where the growth comes. But backing up, Sam, you said something that um, you you realized maybe this moment that, or, or there was a moment that you didn't you didn't capitalize on an opportunity because you didn't give it all you had. Is there is there any truth in allowing that regret to hinder you from moving forward? I mean, do you think some people allow that to just fester and just yeah, eat at them? Absolutely. I think sometimes the regret of it helps keeps your steps from going because you, you're so stuck in the place of what I could have done differently that you're not doing something differently. Because um, it's about we always talk about freeing up mental space, right? Um, talking about uh, creating calendars so I don't have to remember uh, exactly when to do something or uh, creating a system so that I, I don't have to 
have uh, um, I can have deliverables based on and accountability based on my scheduling, what I'm doing, right? Um, I think regret often is the hindrance of growth. Um, and I think de- dealing in the past, dwelling in the past, excuse me, is also a hindrance of that. But learning from it and using it as a lesson is, 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 is strong. They had, um, I don't know if it was on this podcast or I was listening. There's so many podcasts in my ears together now. <laughs> but um, somebody was talking about GPS and talking about how, you know, it's a starting point, it's a destination. But when while you're, you know, traveling to that destination, if you go off track, it don't tell you to go back to the starting point and, and go. And so you can it get redirects you. It redirects you as you're going. And 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 I feel like when when things when things happen and it and it d- moves you off the course of where you're trying to go, um, not really focusing on the I don't know who phone that is this time, <laughs> but not really focusing on um, the the mistake or the past or whatever like that, and focus on uh, let's get back on track to get to my destination, like get. Reroute yourself versus going back to the beginning and and trying to make yourself go <laughs> figure it out. Well, as, as we're on this driving analogy, you know, I think about when you're if you're letting <clears throat> the regret of the what if hinder you from moving forward. I mean, it's like driving, but only looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's not going to get you anywhere. Nope. So, from somebody who's not seen genius, Brandon, <laughs> you and I, you and I were having this conversation earlier. About about vision and seeing what seeing what your goals look like, and I do believe that some people are incredibly gifted at. I mean, they can just visualize every aspect, and because of that visualization, they they it's it. I feel like helps them attain that goal. So, do you think? So, was was Kanye just that good at envisioning exactly what the end goal was, or what his future was going to look like, or? Was he just really good at knowing the potential he had so he didn't compromise on that? I think it's both. I think yeah. he was just relentless in the process. Um, if you – if you um, if well, once you watch it, and I think you should, you'll see even to the minute steps of getting there, everything was detailed-oriented. You know what I'm saying? Everything is detail-oriented with him. Um, yeah, he was very, very, like, strict on it going exactly how he's seeing it in his mind. And I and I have a and I was telling Drew this earlier. I have a friend that does this. Like literally from him getting married, like he met the girl, told us he had this vision of, you know, him getting married, having two daughters, da 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 da. Like today he has he's married her and has two daughters. Like he's like just gifted in seeing that vision. Um, I was telling Drew um, when we were making like sports music and stuff like that. He would, you know, the one year he he just bought his ticket to Super Bowl. You know, he, at the beginning of the year he just bought his flight, and then it was that was the year that me and him had literally went to every Denver Broncos game because we made a pack at 14 years old, and he like called me on it as an adult, <laughs> and then I had to fight with my wife to, <laughs> you know, every weekend I'm flying out. I was about to say, so, I mean, y'all didn't, I'd never known of you living in Colorado, so you. (laughs) No, we, I flew out every weekend, and if it was, if it was a Sunday game and then a Thursday game, we just stayed there, 
for the for the week. But yeah, so that year they actually won the Super Bowl. Peyton manager. Yeah. So we end up seeing Witness and Peyton break all these records, witnessing the Denver Broncos go to the Super Bowl. He didn't even have a ticket to the Super Bowl, but because of we were doing but a lot of But he booked his flight. He booked his flight. But by the time the Super Bowl came, someone gifted him a ticket to the Super Bowl. Then Denver Denver actually called him and wanted him to host the pep rally. Like it was like, and he knew that this was this was going to happen. But I, like, so do you believe that is he psychic or? I don't know, man. Well, no. I just think some people are just <laughs> so gifted and seeing their, their I, vision. I think all of us see a vision of what what is coming in our lives or what we need to do. It's just that we have to be aware that that's what it is. You know, uh, once again, I'm a faith-based guy. The Bible talks about young men seeing visions and old men having dreams, right? Um, visions are really just predictions of what's to come. We just got to be aware of what, what those are. I, like, I see, I see number patterns all the time. Like, I see the same numbers all the time. But imagine, and I, we're off on a tangent, <laughs> but imagine seeing your future in such detail that, like you literally are fighting anything that deviates you from where where right. the goal goes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, what I feel like is a gift is that detail. I know, you know, I gotta I gotta literally think about like what, you know, where I want my family to be in three years, where I want my family to be in five years. What does that look like? But knowing that already, I tell uh, Drew all the time. I always talk about building my first house because that's the first thing. That really came to me like, yo, I really want to build my first house. You know what I mean? I want to build it from scratch. I want to like break ground, build a basement, do like Drew and put all the all the automation in this <laughs> in the house. You know what I'm saying? I I want that. And that was like literally the first thing that I that that I actually knew that I wanted. So I hold on to that. You know what I mean? So so my goals and stuff is is contingent on accomplishing that that goal and then I guess after I get that I have some some more goals I, I just feel like if you don't feel the weight of your possibility that means you ain't even trying to go get it I like if it don't feel heavy or if it don't feel almost impossible if it don't feel like well improbable there's nothing impossible but if it don't feel like Man, I'm fighting all uphill. Like, you ain't thinking big enough. Mm-hmm. And I think the power of the possibilities is knowing what we can, what you can accomplish. Like, just knowing, no, no, this is possible. We just got to do this, 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 this. And not and uncompromised about uh, getting to it and making sure that people around you are trying to get to it. You know what I mean? Um, I think uh, your community and your, your, your network has to, has to support what it is you see for your vision, too. You know yeah, of what I mean? There's a lot of friends and family that you may love to death, um, but they ain't gonna support what what's coming next. So you gotta surround yourself with the right folks. Agreed. You know, when you introduce this topic, somewhere that my mind went first is you hear of people that, that maybe a piece of advice they have is don't think about the what if, right? Kind of like a plan B distracts from plan A, don't think about what if. I think if you're going to be effective in a leadership role, you you have to think about what if. 
Because if you're not thinking about what if, like, are you truly learning from the circumstance? Um, you know, in, in our business, things that have kept me up at night of, um, you know, we talked about this on a different episode, but me starting young and, and being in what I called a management role then and, and making mistakes with people, it, I thought about the what if I'd have handled that situation differently would that person have responded different? And you and you, you role play those scenarios through your head, knowing that more than likely you're going to experience them again. So, I guess the question I would have for you guys is what what value do you see in repeating that those experiences in your mind and and kind of role playing the what if, mostly from a self reflection standpoint, I guess of. What if you had done this or that differently, and how could that outcome have been different? From that point, I think it, that's just experience. When I say what if negatively is before it even happens, saying, oh, this is this, what if this Oh, what if it wrong? don't work? What if right. it don't work? That's a different thing than, than taking, hey, you know what? If I, had, if I had probably said this this way, it might have gone over a lot better. That's experience. I, I think I do that before and after a situation. <laughs> Just run through scenarios. Yeah, run through run through scenarios, um, and I think that's a one in the in the. I was Indian about to say, yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm definitely um, <laughs> I remember that, I, don't, I don't know a conflict happened, and I I just had so many variations of what could happen before it happened, and then when it happened, I'm thinking about. Yeah, I could. I probably could have did this. I probably could have did this. You know, but you know, but we're safe, so blah blah blah. You know, but I'm definitely doing that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think there's value in it. Nah. Uh, so I guess the, I guess I guess from this standpoint, uh, our listener, so to speak, uh, figure figure out what it is that you feel like is you want out of life. The most impossible thing that you want that the same as impossible, figure out a way to make it possible. There's power in that. There's power in uh, seeing the vision. There's power in saying I'm going to be the next CEO. There is power in saying that I'm going to run several businesses. There is power in saying I'm going to be the best uh, at what I do uh, in the world. Just say that. Say it. First of all, your tongue is powerful. Um, but then take action steps to build around that. Small steps, small goals uh, to achieve it uh, and be relentless about it. Um, the days that you don't feel like doing it are the days that your possibilities are getting closer. So, y'all have a good week. If you got 1% of value from this podcast, do us a favor like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell your friend, tell your coworker. Until we meet again, lead one.